You are listening to the Vita Foods Insights podcast. Join us as we explore the key issues and emerging trends affecting the global health and nutrition industry, helping businesses make informed decisions and drive change. Hello and welcome to the Vita Foods Inside podcast. I'm Charlotte Bastianza, joined today by Mike Hughes, Head of Research and Insight at FMCG Gurus. Mike, welcome. Hi there. We're chatting today about um, the changing dietary habits and the opportunity for alternative protein sources in the market. Um, so, Mike, why do you think that habits are changing across Europe? You know, is this something that's primarily driven by health or ethical or financial reasons? Hey. It's a trend that originally emerged in the U.S. in the early noughties with the Meatless Monday campaign. What we've seen is consumers making conscious efforts to cut down on their meat, on their meat and eat more plant-based foods. Now, there's a number of reasons for this. The first is cost, with meat being a staple item that consumers feel the price is rising. But more importantly, health and ethical reasons. Consumers are making the link between meat, particularly red meat, and health issues such as cardiovascular disease, obesity, and they Mm. see the need to stop, and then also ethical reasons as well. So um, I think that's a global trend that we're noticing, and a lot of people are, you know, making the move to plant-based proteins, or they're trying to find, you know, substitute products that will help them maintain that protein intake. What are you sort of noticing terms of trends which are gaining momentum across Europe? One of the biggest trends is the growth of plant-based protein and also meat substitutes. Plant-based protein is becoming more popular because consumers are becoming more educated about the subject. They recognize the variety of plant-based protein sources available. They also recognize that these products are easily affordable and can easily be incorporated into their everyday diets. So they're turning to ingredients such as quinoa, teff, tofu on a more regular basis. At the same time, consumers are also seeking out meat substitutes such as corn. One of the key issues with this is that consumers recognize sometimes that these products can be inferior in taste. So the key issue is ensuring that these products are just as tasty as meat alternatives. That's right. And would you, you know, would you say that that is something that um, suppliers and manufacturers are still, you know, there's a little bit of a way to go there to improving on the textures and tastes of these products? Absolutely. It needs to be remembered that irrespective of the health concerns that consumers have, irrespective of the ethical mindsets that they might have, consumers are still primarily governed by taste when it Mm. comes to food and drink consumption. Moreover, when it comes to the growing trend of protein consumption, consumers tend to believe that animal-based protein sources are not only tastier but more effective when it comes to health. But the key thing for plant-based protein and meat substitute manufacturers is to position products in a way that they completely reassure consumers that they are compromise-free when it comes to taste. Right. So this is not um, this is not a plant-based protein, but certainly a meat alternative. And I, I've noticed that it's, it's a quite a big trend, especially in the space of sports nutrition, is insect protein. 
um, you know, that's up and coming. What are your thoughts about the insect protein market? I've only really seen it more in the sports nutrition side where, you know, insect protein is being turned into bars and powders. You know, are we seeing that as, you know, something that will branch out across the sectors? Because at the moment I'm finding it's still quite, um, the sports nutrition sector is more focused on the rise of insect protein. It's certainly a niche. And I think the key thing is not to overestimate the demand for insect-based protein. We do see products that are made with ingredients such as crushed crickets, crushed cockroaches even, in the sports nutrition market. But it needs to be remembered that when consumers who are turning to sports nutrition products for athletic purposes, they are more driven by functional and clinical needs rather than the desire for taste, indulgence, and a guilt-free product. In terms of insects, when it comes to mainstream market, the opportunity will grow. However, it's very diversified. Younger consumers tend to be more open to trying insect-based protein. They recognize not only that it's high in protein, but also tasty and experimental. And that aligns with the more liberal mindset of the millennial generation. In comparison, yeah, older consumers still tend to find that the concept of eating insects as a meal or snack substitute is something that doesn't appeal to them at all. Okay, so we're, so we're seeing this increase in plant-based proteins, insect proteins as, you know, protein alternatives and meat substitutes. What are some of the barriers to these products? I know you've, you've spoken a little bit about taste. What about, um, you know, efficacy? Are they as effective as conventional protein? What kind of formats can we look at in the future? You know, are we going to look to um, deliver protein in other forms other than just snack bars and powders? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the plant-based protein market has a lot of opportunities and the market continues to grow. But that doesn't mean challenges exist. The first, as we mentioned, is the issue of taste and efficacy. But also we need to remember that the mainstream consumer still lacks some basic awareness around different protein sources. They tend to associate protein with meat and also dairy. In comparison, consumers are less likely to be aware of alternative protein sources. This can make the issue of diversification in the market difficult. It can also prove a challenge if brands are using certain forms of protein as, if, as a unique competitive advantage if consumers don't recognize the benefits of that protein source. So one of the key issues is education on the subject, highlighting mm. the importance of plant-based protein products, highlighting how they can be sustainable, they can be healthy, and they can be tasty, and ensuring that they are perceived as compromise-free. Absolutely. I think that's one of the things that you know we're recognizing across the industry is there's a rise in all these fantastic alternatives. Do you think companies and brands are doing enough to educate the consumer about the benefits and the sustainability around these products? Or do you think that companies still need to improve their marketing strategies, um, you know, get the word out a little bit more to consumers? Or do you think they're aware enough? Yeah, absolutely. I think more can be done on the subject. When it comes to plant-based protein, it needs to remember that consumers' attitudes are changing towards protein. Consumers recognize the benefits of the ingredients. They are also looking to consume more. But again, when it comes to protein, they 
consumers are still more likely to associate it primarily with health. And that originally was strength and muscle development, but now it's more associated with general health benefits such as health and well-being and also weight loss. Yeah. When it comes to right. wider issues such as sustainability, this is something that consumers may still lack some awareness of. The reality is that consumers will turn to a plant-based protein product for a number of reasons before it comes to the product being more sustainable than an alternative on the shelf. The more can be done to educate consumers about the holistic benefits of alternative protein products. Okay, great, Mike. And what about if products appear to be falsified? You know, would that have any impact on the market? Um, you know, are we seeing that as a problem that certain ingredients would be faked or the wrong alternative is sort of substituted into the ingredients? Yeah, I, this is something that's certainly a challenge for the market. Um, as mentioned, one of the key reasons why consumers like plant-based protein products is that it's associated with natural formulation. Mm. This is particularly important at a time when consumers are becoming more concerned uh, about ingredients used in products. They want to ensure that products contain only real and authentic ingredients and don't contain any chemicals, additives, or artificial ingredients. Now, with the, right. the dangers of falsification, it can run the risk that product claims around natural may be compromised. Consumers may think that a natural product that is falsified is no longer natural. But whilst it may work for consumers in the sports nutrition market who are specialized in the area and are looking for maximum protein intake, the reality is if you start to falsify plant-based protein products, it does have an impact on the credibility of natural claims. Yeah, absolutely. And how do you think um, companies will look to address these transparency issues? I know, you know, there's a rise of technology and things like blockchain. You know, what do, what do you see the market doing to ensure that there is transparency across the supply chain? Blockchain transparency is something that's growing in the markets and will con continue to grow. We have the technology to do that, and that satisfies the mind of the curious consumer. The key thing that I would say more than providing the technical expertise to show the whole of the supply chain is to ensure that information is kept simple and transparent, not to try and disguise information through other, over and unnecessarily scientific language, not to try and bury claims away on packaging so that consumers don't see that. The reality is that whilst blockchain is growing in popularity, Similar to QR codes, the reality is that many consumers won't use them, but do find it reassuring that information is there. The key for when consumers are picking the product up and evaluating in the shop is to ensure that information is kept simple and transparent, as that will be something that enhances credibility. Yeah, absolutely, and I think that is something that we're seeing across, you know, not just the protein market, but across all of these nutraceutical markets. Um, Absolutely. You know, Mike, it's been, it's been great hearing your valuable insights today. Certainly learned a lot about the direction of the protein market. I'm really looking forward to listening to you speak at Vital Foods Europe in May. Um, where can our listeners find you online? Absolutely. Um, your listeners can find us on www.fmcggurus.com. Great. Mike, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much.